Welcome to Not Your Average Joes. Uh, I got my friend here, a comedy expert, Heather Morgan, is here with you now. Hi, Heather. How are you? Oh, I'm good, Carl. I'm lucky to have uh, have a chance to be back here because, you know, I say things and you put up with them. <laughs> no, no, that's great. No, you're, yeah, you're here with me again. Thank you for being there. That's awesome. Hey, uh, guys, today we have uh, actually an Edmonton native comedian. Uh, he's a host. He's a musician, a dancer. Uh, and he's got a new one-man show, actually. It's named Oh My God. And God, uh, it's like his last name. Uh, it's spelled as his last name. So Dave Got It is with us today. Hi, Dave. How are you? Welcome to the show. Yeah, what's up? What's up, gang? What's what? up? What's Happy up, Montreal? <laughs> yes, thank what's you for up, being here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David, before we start anything, I, I did in your introduction there and uh, I, I went across that you were a dancer before and I'm asking that because as you know you know we talk a little bit before the podcast and Heather she's a big big fan of dancers so what kind of dancing were you doing before I used to strip because I have a big no <laughs> that's awesome that starts off great for an interview go on. Like, oh, do I got the job do I got the job yeah, yeah go on tell me more tell me more <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to be, uh, back in the days, I used to be a hip-hop uh, dance teacher. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. So I used to, yeah, then I discovered uh, speed and cocaine, and then I danced all night long. All That's night. awesome. That- yeah, so... Uh, My God, Dave, you're sounding better and better. I don't... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, so I used to do that. Awesome. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's so funny because I didn't know. And you actually made... Okay, listen to that, Heather. You're going to like that. He actually uh, went on... Uh, Do you think you can dance, I believe? And you made the top 20. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I lost because I wasn't good in the cha-cha thing. The tango. I lost the guys in the tango round. Because uh, <laughs> dancing... Like that, when you do hip-hop, you dance by yourself. But, you know, when you dance tango, you got to dance with somebody else. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I, I didn't have that kind of coordination. I was like, yeah. Well, Today, I'm not too bad. It performs better solo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something that that, that, that um, caught my attention, and I was wondering because I said, okay, he made it to. Do you think he can dance top 20? Whether he's a good dancer or he's got a really good sad story. So, what was your sad sad story? <laughs> 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 that have to be one of another, you know. <laughs> I go with the sad story. Yeah. 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 No, no, like cause... any comedian, everybody's got like, you know, back up me. It was like, I had to express myself. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that was oh, it. Fuck, I love yeah, it. So when I was younger, I was like, am I going to be a comic or am I going to be a pole dancer? So I, I, I decided, uh, <laughs> you know, comedy, comedy's better, you know. Well, you come so, by uh, both together, like, right? When they saw you yeah. stripping, they started laughing and you said, okay, well, there you go. I'm a comedian. Yeah, they're like, geez, that's it. I'm like, yeah, that's all you get to <laughs> I am. That's really deceiving. I'm sorry. Awesome. No, but uh, no, but I dance a lot of my shows, so I like yeah, I transition yeah. like all uh, all my dance. So it helps a lot, like on stage movement, you know. So I'm not like yeah. I'm not just standing up when I'm holding a mic, you know. So really good, you know, with the the physical side, you know, like uh, yeah. I don't know if I do like a reference, you know, like Dane Cook back in the days, real yeah. physical comic, you know. Yeah. And he used to move like every movement, every word had a movement. Exactly. So you know, so it's like a real choreography. So uh, I mean, when it came to dancing, it helped out a lot. And that's what made me uh, different than anybody else here in Montreal. So yeah, no, that, that's that, that's what I used. That that's also why there's a lot of comedian like that also that you know like they use their uh, body movement and a good presence on stage and I think it's uh, it's 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 in your honor, man. It's good. It served you well so far. So and and, and the, the yeah, because it wasn't the stripping that was gonna pay the rent. <laughs> No, <laughs> you, get, you get paid by the inches. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking I owe money. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're in the minus. That's great. Even better. So, okay, so that, that that's what I was really interested because you you know what when I asked you at first uh, to come on the show, I have no idea you were from Edmonton, and I even told uh, Dave. I said, well, you know what, I'm an Edmonton guy, so you know you can you can use that against me if you want. It's like, oh no, man. It's like I'm from Edmonton, the ghetto. I'm like, oh okay, we have a homeboy here. That's awesome. So that's why I decided to do that the yeah. podcast in English. But my 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 real question is, what like. You live in Montreal now, so what made you want to go to Montreal from Alberta? What was your uh, interest there? Oh, well, in Edmonton, I was like in a lot of street gangs when I was younger, but I started off. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, no, I was, I was, I was, so I was one crazy son of a bitch back in the days. Mm -hmm. uh, no, but I, I started nice. off at Yuck Yucks. I was doing that. Yuck Yucks, you know, um, uh, yeah. The workshops Wednesday nights, things like that. But I started off when I was 16 years old. So I was starting doing stand up when I was 16. And I lied about my age uh, at Yuck Yucks. And they no asked way. me, you're like, are you 18? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm 18. You know, like when you're young, you want to buy a pack of smokes. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm old enough. Yeah. You know, so, um, so I started off there. And then afterwards, um, with the comedy scene, I realized, you know, I was like, fuck, okay, hold on. I got something going on here. And a lot of mm. comedian friends were like, uh, hey, man, Montreal just for laughs, things like that. So I met Sugar yep. Sammy back in the days. And Sugar's like, hey, man, dude, you got to go to Montreal, man. You got something. So I came to Montreal for um, the Just for Laughs. Mm -hmm. And then uh, ever since I got here, I, I just stayed. I just love, you know, Edmonton is such a, like a plain city. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like the energy wise, like I just didn't, I had way too much energy for everybody. You know, I, I, I was on White Ave and I'd just be screaming my head out, you know, like, hey, you want to make out? You know, I was just <laughs> fucking so hyperactive back then. Yeah, um, and usually just, those people have all their belongings in a backpack. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's all I had. That's all I had. Evan. That's all I had when I when I came to Montreal was a backpack in the Greyhound bus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this girl's good. You were the white ass wanderer of Montreal. Holy crap! All right. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, I was that kid. So no, no. Awesome. But yeah, so as I mean, then I came out here and, uh, and now, uh, yeah. So I, it took a couple of years, you know, to yeah. learn French. But that, so that, that was way my I question. Like, huh? you, you didn't speak French before you left Edmonton? Well, when I was younger, yeah, because my dad's French, right? So, but your my last dad name spent is his whole life in jail. So uh, the only the only knowledge of French I had was uh, tabarnak, touche pas ça, c'est pas ma faute. Awesome. So, teacher. so that was pretty much my education, you know. And in high school, you know, yeah, that French yeah. is a second language. So, uh, so you know, so the French I, uh, I had every basic possible you know so i had the ear so i could understand french but yeah. when it comes to pro like pronouncing you know even when it came to stand-up comedy you know uh when i was doing the comedy and first in french uh, i'd start with the punch and then i'd finish with the premise of the joke right oh nice so i already said the goddamn punch <laughs> so you know because i just translated everything so everybody like we're like okay well you know we, we don't understand what he's trying to say but you know he's really nice though so uh <laughs> he's got a lot of charisma so uh, so uh, my charisma helped me out a lot I had a lot of stage presence. I had no jokes, but I had a lot of stage presence. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> well, you you know what? You're doing you're doing really well, actually. Uh, you know, not only you learn French, but you learn uh, the, the Quebec uh, slang. You know, so it, it, it's it's pretty good. I mean, you, you must hang out like since the first day you were there. You were probably hanging out with just like Quebecers. Did you know like other comedian when you? Oh yeah, but like now I I speak to always French. Like all my friends speak French yeah. and all that. Like I'm pretty much uh, like the English guy in the group. Yeah. But uh, now, so it's pretty much a French basis. Like I don't do a lot of uh, stand-up comedy in English in Montreal. Uh -huh. Like I'll do some, like you know, with Sugar Sammy's brother, you know, he organizes some comedy nights here in town. So I'll do his nights. But mm -hmm. otherwise, that you know, there's not enough money. 
me, me. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like it paid. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you make a really good living in French. So you know, so that with the hosting comedy nights, you know, I hosted like comedy nights, you know, it's like uh, three hundred people a night. Yeah, you know, so it's it's you know, it's really great venues out here. So um, you know, and then you headline headlining, you know, and on top of it's one province, so it's, it's really fun. You know, I can do like a show in Quebec City. Mm-hmm. I can come back home right away after the show. It's a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, you know, and then when you do English comedy. You know, you're, t- you're all over the goddamn place, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So you're always in a hotel, you know, you got to go to Calgary. Okay, Calgary, go to Vancouver, go to Vancouver, Ottawa. Mm-hmm. You know, you do like these little shitty places on top of it. So, you know, and you got to pay for your plane. You got to pay for a whole bunch of stuff. So I just prefer, you know, you got your car. I can go to like to Sherbrooke. An hour later, I'm back home, you know? So, uh, you know, when you do five, uh, five, six shows a week, it becomes really yeah. interesting, you know? So... I was telling uh, Morgan about the Montreal scene and I explained to the other comedian that I meet from Alberta. Uh, we're really lucky over there because uh, exactly you can do even like three gigs in one night if you want just in Montreal area. You know, like a lot of... Oh yeah, four that. shows a night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Four shows a night, right? So it's really lucrative and there's a lot of uh, millionaire comedian in, in Montreal and you look here on the on the West Coast, uh, they're really rare, right? Like the, the, it's not the same market, so... No, I know. Uh, like what, last time I went to Edmonton, I uh, did a couple of comedy shows, and what I noticed was I found that so funny that there's no cover charges. Nobody charges like a five dollar cover charge or a ten dollars at the door, right? So yeah. no wonder no comics make no money for their for their work. Mm-hmm. And you, when you get paid, you get more motivated, also. You know. Mm-hmm. So me, when I saw that, I spoke to a couple of producers out there. You know that are comedy nights. I'm just do a five dollar cover charge because mm-hmm. then anybody comes in. You got hecklers. The conditions suck sometimes, you know, like you got like drunk people, so, you know, when you got a crowd that pays, you know, just at least $5, a minimum, they know yeah. they're paying for a show. You yeah. know, it's like when you yeah. go to the movies, you pay seven bucks for a movie, but you sit down and you shut the fuck up. You're watching a damn movie, right? Yeah, that's So right. that's what I told them. They're like, oh, I know, but you know, the crowd, it's like, you got to get the crowd used to it. Yeah. You know, you got to make people used to it. Don't come and tell me five bucks is too much, you know, for $20, oh, five bucks, a couple of beers. You know, and that five dollars, well, you you know, you, with your open mic nights, you know, the host can make a couple of bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, and other comics, you can pay uh, more than two beers because all it all it does is just make alcoholics out of everybody. I, I know, <laughs> I know. know. I, Heather could uh, comment on that. Heather, what, what's uh, the the situation here in Edmonton for a comedian right now in 2021 in terms of getting paid and what or whatever? In 2021, oh, right now, God, how, how's the situation? Oh, you don't get a lot of that. No, it's pretty much mic nights. Like you're, you're pretty much uh, just happy to get a spot most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Like unless you're doing yuck yucks, the comic strip. Um, well, even uh, I mean, I've done the comedy factory, but that wasn't paid. That was just a like, holy crap, I'm actually in a comedy club, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's, it's yeah. No, it's pretty scant here for for actual payment. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I find what sucks is, you know, there's not a lot of entrepreneurship, you know, of the comics about it, you know, it's like charging five bucks, you know, open up an open mic night, make a really awesome poster. It's five dollars entry charge every Tuesday. Well, yeah, well, you build it and they will come, you know, yeah, yeah. at first, you know, yeah, you don't pay the comics right away. But, you know, when you start getting it, but, you know, when you pay every comic 25 bucks, it becomes interesting. Yeah. So, you know, so you got five dollars, you know, at the door. So you got 50 people. Well, you know, right there, you got 250 bucks that comes in. So, you know, the host makes 50 bucks. Everybody else can make a 20, you know, and even the bar can associate themselves. You know, they're like, okay, here, you got 50 people in my bar every damn night. Well, here, I'm going to give you guys $150 more. So, you know, just things like that. Like a lot of comedy nights here in Montreal, it's $10 at the door. Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah. This is, I, I love your point where you said, like, if, if somebody, even if it's just five bucks, like paying to get in, 
those people are there for comedy. Yeah. You have a better crowd. Um, I mean, like the last, there was a bar I was going to that uh, did Mike Nights, and the last night they did before they shut down for renovation, halfway through my set, a fist fight broke out because it was just a bar. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure people knew comedy was going on. <laughs> yeah, because it's not comedy. That's Because that's what I find that sucks. It, it, people, it's like, you think it's comedy, but that's not comedy. Like, you know, when you got a whole room ready and you say, ladies and gentlemen, the show starts in five minutes. Then you put a little song in the background, get people pumped up. They just say, like, give it up for your host and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's on stage. How's everybody doing? So even the host, you know, his job is, you know, to set the room. How's everybody doing? Are people here? It's their first time. Yeah. Let you guys know this is happening every night. Uh, we're gonna have a good time. I got a great show coming for you guys. Uh, some new comics are coming up. This is their first time. Some of them, you know, they yeah. might be funny. Some of them not. But don't forget, you only paid five dollars, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, you know, right, you know, exactly. And I know, like, know? Um, like I love this bar, but I mean, there. I I remember one night. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Will Hannigan. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah, but he produces a lot of shows. I think him. Yeah, he was he, he was a regular. It was Urban Tavern I used to to go to all the time. Yeah. Um, and I remember one night it was a football night. There's a big table at the back of the the bar that just. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're screaming at the TVs. They have no clue that comedy's going on at the other end. That's great. And completely <laughs> interrupting the show because they will not shut the fuck up. Yeah, because they don't care. Honestly, they didn't right? Think. Like they're just they're there for football. They're screaming. They're they're drinking their beers, whatever. And Hannigan, I think. Um, the host, uh, Ryan Short, he just let him go on. Like, I mean, he was probably only supposed to have five minutes or whatever it was, but he just let Hannigan go on because Hannigan lost his mind just ranting at this table. And the table had no idea they were being screamed at by a comedian. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so that's those of us, like, half the bar who were there for the show, for the actual comedy, we're losing our minds, just pissing ourselves. I, and I, he's screaming at this table, and they're still screaming at the TV. They have no idea they're being roasted on the other side of the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. And it was like, yeah, this, this is what free shows do. Like, I mean, it was great for us, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but the free show things, it's like there's too many free shows. Uh, part Yuck Yucks, the, the Comedy Factory, uh, the Comic Strip. Yeah, I think that's what it is, on the Comic Strip. You know, except these places... Do the exact same thing, but do it in little bars because a lot of people like these little bars, you know, that's on the corner, like three blocks away from their house. You know, they can just walk, have a little good time, you know, right. but there's missing a lot of entrepreneurship. Like if I'd be in Edmonton, I swear to God, I would be fucking rich. I'd make 150 grand a year oh, just sure. fucking producing shows. <laughs> I would sure. fucking go the fuck out of that. It's not hard. <laughs> good posters, good bookings. You got you got open mic nights. Then you do like real, uh, I hear what we do is like headliners, right? <coughs> Hold on. I just Hello. shake. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. Did my eyes pop out? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, pop some blood vessel there. Fuck, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we do out here. It's like uh, every comedy, like I opened up my own comedy club, right? So, uh, yeah, so that's my what comedy I club, what it is, is I have comics. Yeah. Yeah, so I opened up, it's the Patriot, the Patriot Comedy Club. Patriot. It's a venue, 175 people every night. Oh, and wow. uh you know the brick wall the neon you know like a real fucking setup nice and uh nice. the quality so well people pay for the quality i got the open mic nights yeah like at uh, 10 o'clock at night mm -hmm. and then normally i got the real shows at eight so the real mm -hmm. shows at eight it's just five six comics that show up they do 10 12 minutes each but you know it's good fucking shit it's their best oh, shit buddy. You know, so that way, you know, I paid them a hundred bucks each, a mm -hmm. hundred bucks each for uh, for 10 minutes. So it's uh, 10 bucks a minute. 
So uh, I give them a hundred bucks each, but you know, but my cost though, I, I charge 15 bucks at the door. Oh, that's you know? good. But it's that's 15 good. bucks for any show. You don't know who's going to be on and all that, but I sell the product and not the, the comedians, you know? Yep. So people, they, they come in here to have a good time. You know, they got the finger food, but you know, I made a real comedy room. It shut, shut off from the entire bar. You know, people can yep. play pool on the other side, but it's a real cabaret room renovated everything you know so when you got like little rooms cabarets like i can have 50 people in that room and it's yep. a fucking blast you know congrats but when i that, do like eh? big uh, venues like 100 but uh, that's that's what i would do you know out there man there's so much you guys can actually do some real good production make yourselves a good team you know we make build four comedy nights one on the north side one on the south side one on the east side one on the west side you yep. know you got four nights and you produce that shit mm. and you just tour like uh okay so uh Friday is going to be there, you know, but you do it on good nights, Friday, Saturday, uh, why? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. You know, then you let the rest of the comics, you know, fucking do their open mic shits, you know, and fucking football bars, yeah, you know, exactly. but, but for good comedy nights, that's exactly what I would do. You know, fucking 10 bucks at the door. This is what's happening. You got 30 people. That's 300 bucks. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You got absolutely. 50 people. That's 500 bucks. If yeah. You get 70 people jam back and, and you make it. But the host changes everything. You need a good fucking host, yeah. you know, that people, you know, they fall in love with and that brings them back. I remember, I forget his name. He had a big afro, great oh. energy. He came to Just for Laughs also. In uh, in Edmonton? In the English scene. Yeah, and, and uh, he's from Edmonton. Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Sterling Scott? Yeah, Scott, right? Sterling, you know yeah. him? He, yeah, he was a great host, you know, when oh, I went out there and I met him, you know, a great energy. Then I uh, met him again at the Just for Laughs Festival when he was here for uh, Kevin Hart, Laugh Out Loud, nice. you know, uh, chilled a bit, you know. But, you know, a guy with a lot of energy, you know, a lot of female hosts fucking mm -hmm. kick ass out here, too. You know, female comics are kicking fucking ass. And on top of it, you know, with like this whole feminist movement. Man, you can't say shit. You hashtag me too. Girls oh, are just killing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're killing on stage and they're killing <laughs> careers. Yeah. You know? Heather, she's a pretty good uh, roast, I'm telling you. Uh, she's the queen. <laughs> Especially if you're, if you're a heckler. Yeah, so, well, there you uh, go. You know, like out here we do shows. Got, I do concepts <laughs> where it's, uh, you know, the, the triple X show. So it's nothing but sex jokes. So yeah. everybody that pays for the triple X show, it's 10 bucks. It's nothing but sex jokes. The roast. You do like a little roast battle show and a whole bunch of comics, you know, they roast the fuck out of each other. You know, that becomes that. fun. People, they love seeing this shit. That works in this Quebec? comedy night called Gore Hard Brutal. Huh? Is it something that works in, in Quebec, roasting? Because I always felt like Quebec is oh, kind, of a, yeah. kind of an eggshell, you know? Just for laugh. Yeah? Oh, no, it works in every oh, festival. You know, me. we got like so many fucking cool shits. We got this one show, nice. it's called In the Dark. So. Yeah. We got like tape on on the on the stage, but the whole room is goddamn dark. So you have, the, the people are living this experience in the room, but you don't see the comic, you know. It's but crazy, you recognize man. him right away by his voice. You're like, oh my fucking god, he's there! But you're yeah. on stage and you're talking, but you hear the laughs, but you don't see nothing. It's pitch dark. You just like this glow tape. That's crazy. So you know, so you don't fall off the goddamn stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So you're like, <laughs> and you fuck around with people. I'm like, all right, you guys want to see a backflip? And then I just jump on the stage. All right, that was it. You know, but nobody can see shit, you know? So you just fuck around, you know? But concepts work. Concepts yeah, really yeah. work, you know? Do a hard X, you know, triple X show, sex shows. You do that like once a once every three months. You, yeah. so you build up like a whole fucking fan base. It's 10 bucks. Do that on Eventbrite. I don't know what okay. you guys use. I miss you know? Montreal, man. I use OnlyFan. OnlyFan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I think they use only fans for the sex shows. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but at first, you know, when when Carl sent me the link, 
you know, because he, he, he uh, just so everybody who's oh. listening, you know, he wrote me, uh, he wrote me on Instagram, right? And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird, you know, a guy who's writing me on Instagram, I don't know, it's one of the two, he wants to show me what he's eating, or he wants me to join his OnlyFans account, you know? <laughs> That's, that's pretty it. much what Instagram is. I'm like, this is the first time I get booked by Instagram. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's, all that's all I reach. That's all I reach people. Been really good with Which one you said? Uh, <laughs> what did you say, Morgan? Oh, your picture? Your picture? Oh, was it a picture of me with the strippers again? Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you really <laughs> like sending <laughs> every oh, time. <laughs> every time I book a comedian. I always send like the picture of Morgan. I said, that's not Heather Morgan from Seinfeld and all that. It's this Heather Morgan. And you see her with the stripper sitting on her. And I think that's a good introduction. <laughs> so, Dave, I, I, yeah, he's really good at summarizing my personality. He's like, this is what you're dealing with. That's, that's who she is. That's it. So I really like the concept uh, in Montreal. Yeah. I really miss Montreal for... No, I like the concept with you too, Heather. But <laughs> I really miss Montreal in terms of uh, and comedy. Because yeah, here, as yeah. Dave said, that you know we're lacking that. And it's something that we would need, you know, better entrepreneur. And also, uh, so is it something I was about to ask you? Is it something that one day, you know, because you're going to be going with your show now, going with, uh, oh, my God, that you have going. Because uh, the COVID, of course, right now, yeah. you're kind of on ice. But is it something that you think of maybe in the future coming back, you know, in the Canada side and maybe do a little tour and kind of revisit your uh, your old. Oh, uh, God. Your, your old I bars. I don't, you know. <laughs> This this whole COVID thing, you know, uh, it, it, it changed my priorities a bit. You know, I've been yeah. doing comedy for 20 years, you know, touring everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're all, you know, working, you know, for like this unimaginable goal, goal of, you know, like success, you know, being a yeah. star. But, you know, like there's no, there's no, yeah, yeah, but plafond, you know, like yeah, he, yeah. He, once you make it big, you make it bigger. You know, like here we got like Martin, Matt, you know, it's like how much, how much more can you fucking make you know how much more money can you do you know it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucking make it to this point and i'm just like i'm at this point in my life you know since the covid you know when this whole thing started yeah. you know my whole tour shut down you know i was oh, in the club you. soda in montreal but when that yeah. show uh you know and i uh i decided everything shut down on saturday mm -hmm. and that's when I, i i went i was like i you know i, I was panicking at first like everybody else you oh, know? And i was going down in italy yeah you know italy You know, uh, was the whole fucking city was shut down. Yeah. You know, and you've seen this, like the whole pandemic starting in the, in the, in the common comedians and groups and they're like, ah, oh, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna shut everything down for two weeks. It's just gonna last two weeks. I'm like, hey, I don't know what fucking planet you guys are living on, but you yeah. know, I just watched the Spanish flu and this shit lasted for years. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys are fucking, if you, you know, you guys are all on YouTube fucking checking out podcasts and comedy shows, do a little fucking research, read yeah. a book and yeah. this ain't going to fucking last for fucking two weeks, guys. So I, I went to go get a job because I used to work uh, 13 years ago as an assistant manager in the garage at Canadian Tire, right? Nice. So I got one like on the corner of my, uh, of my, uh, my street. So I told my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, babe, uh, I think I'm going to get a job. Yeah, uh, I'm like fuck it, you know essentials. You know I can't I can't be a doctor, you know. No. But I think they might need you know help in hospitals, things like that. So I was trying to see, okay, where can I go fucking work, you know? Mm -hmm. So because uh, I was like, you know, comedy, I'm not gonna be fucking. I invested all my money in this goddamn tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, okay, so I I, I had a letter of reference from 2007 at nice. Canadian Tire. So I, I fucking I printed that out and I brought it and they fucking hired me. 
but it was funny because you know everybody in the garage knew who I was, so that that helped a lot. You know, being a little bit famous. So you know, they're like, "Oh my god, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "Well, fucking, it's a pandemic." The garage comedy. You know, <laughs> clothes. I don't know if you read the news. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So then I got uh, the job. I've been working now for ten months. Yeah, and uh, no, I fucking love it. You know, it's stable fucking income. I opened up the comedy club uh, this summer. That's crazy. You know, but man. then that awesome. all shut down. Like here in Quebec, yeah, everything yeah. shut down again. You know, you even got the fucking the couvre fur. You know, at eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. No, no bars are open. Nothing is open out here. So, so financially, sad, you know, that was tough. But now. You know, and I'm just going to work in the dealership. Acura, you know, offered me a good job. So yeah. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go to Acura and I'm just going to do uh, do my sh- couple of shows at night. But like I told my agent, I'm not doing any bars anymore. I'm just going to do like big, uh, big theaters and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do my own comedy club. But, but uh, I, all the alcohol, the partying, you know, and all that, that whole lifestyle, you know, it's like. A, oh, you're pretty true. You're you, pretty you get into now. this routine where of self-destruction, you know, self-destruction all yeah, the time, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, and I'm an alcoholic, you know, and uh, fucking, I used to smoke crystal meth back in the days, even idea. So, you know, nice. I had a drug problem, Fuck. you know, cocaine and the alcohol. So, <laughs> yeah, so everything, yeah. ever since I got that out of my life, since, you know, the bars are closed and all that. So I got into this new routine of life yeah. where I'm like, you know, I'm working, you know, I'm up early in the morning, you know, I, I took finance courses. So now I'm in the stock market, Jesus. this Bitcoin shit, you nice. know, so. So uh, I invested, a, I invest a lot of myself. And now I, like I told my agent, I can do like, 30 shows a year and I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Just That's big good. shows because because I put enough energy and I, I I just don't see myself at 37 years old starting over all again the whole goddamn yeah. machine. Yeah. You know, because it's a hard machine to start off. Yeah. And I'm going to let these young comics, you know, with their, their energy. Here, I, I'll coach you. I'll coach the fuck out of you. Anybody needs help? I'll tell you how to start a comedy night, how to get sponsors, how to make money. I, I will teach you everything from A to Z. Yeah, but I ain't fucking doing it. You know what I mean? No, I I, you, but what about the oh my god? Is that something when it starts again? Do you do you want to go on yeah, tour? That, that, yeah, that's the show. That's okay, gonna, perfect. Uh, my, my, my tour, oh my god. Yeah. How, how do you describe your uh, your comedy now, uh, Dave? Since you know you started in Quebec now with this new one man show, how would you describe your humor in that particular show that you did? I'd say raw performance. I'm yeah. really raw. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm like real, uh, I don't, my comedy style changed a lot over the years, you know, before mm-hmm. I was like just performing, you know, like, hey, look, at, I can dance, you know, look at me, Heather, you want to see a little, hey, look, look at it, well, penis joke, penis joke, penis, penis, there we go, so, make it rain, so, <laughs> that's it, so, uh, no, it's real raw style of comedy, I tell like a lot of true stories, you know, when I stole a car on cocaine, and I tried to make yeah. it in, the, I made it in and out of the States, that one made me pretty famous out here, you know, so oh, it's just okay. stories like that. that, you know, um, I do a lot of performances, so I have um, a loop station, I have a piano on stage, yeah. you know, you ask me a song, and I'll be like, all right, fuck, okay, I just ask the crowd, okay, you want this pasito, look up. I'll help you despacito. So then I'd loop the beatbox, you know, like I'm you know, so I do that all live, make it a whole goddamn party in the in the room. I saw that on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that on YouTube. It's pretty amazing. Actually, you're really talented, by the way. Uh the guy played piano like fucking nobody. Like how, how that happened, man? Like are you fucking like you start uh, that was piano back, I learned like, piano uh <laughs> Back in uh, nine years ago, 2011, uh, my it? buddy's girlfriend had like this old piano Casio, 
You know, it had like yeah. sounds of, you know, that make cows, you know, chickens and shit like that, like, you know, yeah. farm animals. And I always wanted to learn the piano. And back then, you know, uh, when I was doing open, I was like, uh, that's when my comedy career were like really uh, was starting to explode. But, you know, I was at home and I smoked a lot of weed back in the day, so I had nothing to do. So I'd like just roll a joint. I'd just like be fucking around on this piano. And uh, that's when I learned. Now, like I had it, I learned everything by ear. Yeah, you're pretty you know, good, so I, man. I just started, you know, and then I bought other equipment and I tried all of that. Then I tried the guitar and I'm playing yeah. guitar. I bought a saxophone. Now I'm fucking playing saxophone. Mm. So when I bring all these instruments on stage, you know, it just, it creates, you know, really fun, energetic show. Mm-hmm. And also I got like the comedy, but the, oh my God. And so you see at the end of the show, like, oh my fucking God, did you see that? So that's like my guideline on my show. Yeah, I want yeah, you to yeah. get out of there and say, oh my fucking God, where the hell was this guy the whole time? You know, that's what I want people to say. Do you approach, are you doing like a, like a stand-up comedy, like approaching some like touchy subject or whatever? Is that your kind of comedy that you like to uh, to do? Or, uh, no. Or a storyteller? No, uh, um, uh, yeah, storytelling, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of observation, observational comedy. Uh, and uh, and I love talking to the crowd. I love talking to the crowd. So I do a lot of improvisation, you know? So I, I fuck around with them a lot. I include them in my stories afterwards, you know? So I'll be like talking, hey, what's your name? John, John, you know? And then later on, yeah, so, you know, so the, there I was, you know, uh, I went to the store and, and John's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, fuck, you're everywhere, you know? And, uh, you know, so I just say, you know, I bring the... Play with the you know, crowd. So it's like bit. every show, it's not exactly... It's pretty much the same, but every show I do, there's always like a 10% that changes yeah. every night. So that's something yeah, I noticed. Awesome. Like, Go, ahead. Um, Go ahead, Heather. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, like, uh, uh, is that something that like you learned somehow, some way, or just, just something that you, you kind of developed over time like, no, what, the, to, to the crowd work? The crowd work? Oh, yeah. That, that just comes with the, the years and years of hosting. It's a lot of experience just to get that twist because there's always like, you know, that gray zone, you know, when you're talking to a crowd, you know, it's like when you improvise it's a 50-50 you know it's gonna be a fucking hit are you gonna bomb you know but just like oh, yeah. like I always say to comics you know when you're up to 500 shows mm-hmm. you, you start to know who you are on stage are you more of an yeah. edgy comic are you more of a performer are you more of an observational comic are you mm-hmm. you, you, you do characters you know yeah. so you get your swag around five, 500 shows when you're up to a thousand you know you, you know you know how to punch you yeah. know in your yeah. mind you know so So you got the punchline, you know how to write things, you know, you get something in your head, you're like, oh God, you know, the jokes, they formulate already by themselves. At 1,500 shows, man, it becomes this connection with the crowd where, you know, you know so much, you know your stuff, so you can just bring them in, you know? So even if you improvise, you'd be like, you know, it's always the same questions, you know, okay, um, what's your name? Okay, uh, you guys together in a relationship, do relationship jokes, okay, and uh, what do you do for work? So you ask your crowd those three questions. Then you get another table. You ask them that. Be like, okay, what do you do for work? You're an accountant and all that. Okay, that's good because you see Steve here. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's a drug dealer. So uh, he's going to need you, it, go. you know, so you just fucking mix up the crowds, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you build up your own goddamn story, but with your crowd. So when it comes to the crowd work, it's just a lot of essay at art. I don't know how to say it in, in English. Try, try an error. You know, you... Yeah, try and error. Just try and error. But eventually you get the swag. Like, I, I'd say, like, even myself, I'll still fuck up sometimes. But, you know, like 90% of the time, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it, you know? But it just, you get that confidence by just by doing it. Well, Dave, you, you know, have, uh, like a, 
you you have a huge career by the way like dave has been uh fuck, you got like 19 years behind you in the comedy world you open for the biggest names in quebec and canada also you got over 2000 performances live uh you perform uh, you perform also to the biggest some of the biggest uh, festival in canada comedy festival in canada and you hosted now too eh? some big festival like 3000 people there's one in timmins yeah. right that you've been hosting yeah i did i did the timmins festival with like a whole bunch of like uh, canadian comics that was fun yeah. as hell buddy that's yeah, that, that's some that big cool. festival there that's huge yeah timmins oh yeah that was yeah. that was something that's that's yeah. where i made like a little bit of my mark in canada because you know i only yeah. do like a uh, mostly french So yeah. then uh, there was Derek Sagain, you know Derek. Uh, I think you had him also on your podcast. Mm -hmm. You know he's the one who booked me there. He's like, yeah. oh, man, he's like, he's like, yeah, you gotta check this guy out, man. He's gonna fucking kill your shit. So uh, I get on stage. I'm like, and I saw there was a grand piano. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, you guys, uh, oh, I use the grand piano. They're like, yeah. So then that's when I fucking murdered their shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And they're like, okay, we want you back next year. And I was like, okay, well, fucking let's do it. You know, but here I do, yeah, I do a lot of exterior festivals. So like in a lot of big towns, like 5,000 people outside. And that's something, you're doing like a $5,000 crowd, uh, $5,000, 5,000 people. Oh, so that's how much you got paid, right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no, we know, no, we know. No, that's big, man. 5,000 people, I mean, I, I, I'm not a comedian. I would melt on the stage, but Heather, uh, I know. No, it's, it's a drive. <laughs> it's a damn drive. It is the coolest Thing, especially the exterior you know so the laughs you hear the laughs but they you know they get lost in the air you know so yeah. it's not like a comedy room you know yeah. where the sound bounces off the wall yeah. you know see so it's just this but it's the wave of wow you yeah. know it hits so you, it's, man. It's, and you see like this whole oh, it's just impressive it's really impressive you know yeah. like the first times i i started doing big gigs like that like ah, nervous as hell Like I, you know, I'm a confident guy, but you know that's the kind of shit that makes me nervous. I'm like, oh fuck, there's a lot of people, man. Don't well, fuck look, up, don't. You look pretty comfortable, man. I saw you, you know, I, I saw you live in many, many different events like that, and and on the stage, you become an animal, man. Like you just all over the place. You 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 move the crowd. You I don't know. It looks like you 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 got like, I don't know your batteries where where that energy come from, but you you're you're there, man. Like you're really good at. Oh, uh, me, I'm a competitive guy with myself. So what I do is like every damn time I get on stage, I always tell myself I'm gonna fucking kill this. I'm yeah. like even like with comedian buddies, like uh, we're, we're just backstage and I'm about to go on. I just look at everybody. I'm like, hey guys, check this out. I'm gonna get a standing ovation. I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna go grab a beer. Good luck. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I go and be like, you know, I go on stage. Oh, that's awesome. And you know, and I just fucking kill it. I explode. You know, yeah. uh, with everything I got, I give 150 on stage. You know, I fucking do it. Drop the mic, standing ovation. Get back, and then I just tell you guys, all right, well, good luck going after that. You know, people are like, yeah, yeah. Knack the cool and these things. You you raise the bar so high for all the others. Like, okay, guys, bye. Have a good. Have yeah, a good. but I, I do it personal, you know, and I think. Yeah, yeah. Like even with young comics, that's what I tell them. You know, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. Because, you know, if it's just, you know, writing a joke, anybody can write a joke. I, my best friends are not even comics and they're fucking even, you know? They're just fucking everyday normal people. They're fucking hilarious, yeah. you know? But if you're going to go on stage and, and you're at, just being at ease on a stage with a microphone is already something. Like, just to be able to talk in public like that. But if you're going to do it, fucking give it 150% every damn show. Because every time you do that, eventually it's like working out. You know, at first it's hard. And then, you know, the muscle memory, you know, then you, you get into it, then you love it. And then you, you give and you give and you give and you get the reaction back. 
Nice. And yep. everything, everything comes with it. A lot with the effort. It's like going to the gym. Put a lot of effort, you're gonna see the results. You know, so you gotta kill it. You gotta kill it every you day. Gotta you gotta kill, gotta kill it, it, Heather. You gotta kill it, Heather. That's it. I, I try, man. I try, but you know, like I mean, what's interesting, like for myself, I'm not shy about admitting this. I, I have like an, a nearly debilitating fear of speaking in public. So the fact that I do stand up at all is is absolutely bizarre. Like the first time I did it, I thought I'd do it one time to you know hit the bucket list, and that's that. Yeah. And so it's really interesting hearing you talk about it, like uh, about the laughs and and how they are. Because I go on stage, and I mean, I I give it my all, but I also kind of like black out when I'm up there. I find out how I did when I get off the stage by how the the, the crowd is reacting when I'm leaving the stage. Because that's kind of when I clue back in and, and I'm like, okay, well, they obviously had a really good time. I think I probably did too, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's, that's totally normal. Honestly, that's a total normal thing because you become in like, a, it's called, the, the, I call it like a little bit like the sixth sense. So you're on stage, but you see yourself perform. You know what I mean? You know, you're, you you see yourself perform, talking and all that. So it's like this outer body experience where you're on stage, it's like the survival mode. And you're just watching yourself and then whoop, it comes back in. You're like, holy shit. Okay, it's finished. Uh, that's it. Wow. Okay, I'm still alive. <laughs> holy fuck. You know? <laughs> and you're like, holy fuck, I did that. But yeah, I think yeah. it's it's a great thing to do. Like if you did it once, you can, because it's an adrenaline rush. I say like, you know, going on stage is like, you know, jumping from a plane, you know, it's like a parachute jump. And it's this big yeah. rush, the adrenaline that kicks in, the anxiety, uh, the sweaty palms, you know, your heartbeat get, picks up, you know, you're so scared to forget a word, your mouth is dry, you know, so it's all this buildup, you know, this emotional buildup that makes it the fucking greatest feeling. And then when you kill it, and then you get more comfortable and more comfortable, well, you know, your mouth becomes less dry, your hands are less sweaty. And, you know, but the energy stays, though. You know, it's how to canalize that energy and just fucking kill it. Because, you know, if you if you can't say you're scared of going on stage because you've already done it. So that way, you got to get that phrase right out of your head, right away. Heather. You're not scared to get on stage. You can fucking do it. And I listen to you talk. I'd be like, this is the kind of girl I would not want to get into a fist fight with. She'd kick my fucking ass. You know? <laughs> you know? But you got to get that negative, every negative phrase out of your head because it's already fucking scary. It's a tough ass goddamn thing to do. You know? But, you know, and to make a career out of it, you know, first, you got to do it to have fun. That's the basics. First reason why you're on stage is just to have fun. So I mean, get out there. And have fun when it comes when it becomes more uh, professional then you start adding you know okay i'm gonna be more uh, online on facebook you know i'm gonna put more jokes on facebook TikTok, uh, you know instagram now you start doing your own marketing of yourself you're selling yourself but before you start selling yourself you gotta know who the fuck you are you know when you're doing this the the, the, the gig so that's why i say get rid of the fear you're just having fun and people are there to have fun too so when you when you fucking get that in your head it, everything's easier. You know, people are there to have a good time. So that's why, you know, I see a lot of comments that are like a little bit stressed, but you know, but just with the positive energy, everybody's like, okay, fuck, it's true. We're just here to have a goddamn good time. I'm like, hey, it's not the night your career's gonna be made, eh? There's nobody from, uh, there's not a fucking Hollywood TV guy that's here's like scouting, you know? There's no scouts. There's no just for laughs scouts. There's nothing. No, you're just in a goddamn bar here to have a good time. And you just want to make people laugh and for they forget their goddamn problems for an hour and a half. You know, forget right. about their health bills, you know, their phone bills, you know, their car payments. They lost their job. Their relationship just ended. 
their, their cat died, their dog died, their cat died again, you know? Fucking oh, the, the freezer drunk. open, you lost her <laughs> All the positive, eh? <laughs> I had a, I was No, but you know, people, they, 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 they need to forget. So you're there, your role yeah. as a comic yeah. is to make them really forget. Fair enough. So I suppose my next question, like Carl, you would know, um, the, the last few comedians we've talked to yeah. never actually intended to get into comedy. Yeah, no, that was so not their it, plan. Yeah, they're big names. No, not at all. And yeah. this, is, this is what is really it, it's it's been bothering me. It has been haunting me. So now myself, <laughs> like I grew up as a huge fan of comedy. I mean, I met John Cleese a couple of years ago. I paid a small fortune to do so, and I cried. Um, <laughs> I did actually nice. it's a fun story because I brought my dad with me and so when we did the meet and greet after the show I meet John Cleese and I cried and I told him he was my inspiration I still hadn't even actually done my first stand-up yet just just I love comedy so much Open mic, yeah. and um, after I walked away from him he's just completely baffled because you know this this chick just like cried and told you know him that uh he was her inspiration and my dad comes along because he's the next one behind me to meet him and um <laughs> he says he's like don't worry about it that's my daughter and and john cleese looks at him and he says he's like what does she do and my dad because he's such a huge fan too all he could think to say was well she's single <laughs> <laughs> wow nice Wow! What a punch! Wow! Right? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> long Just story to make it short, on you at that moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, comedy has always been my thing, right? Like I've always been that weird friggin' kid. I mean, I remember seventh grade in drama class, we had to like reenact something, anything, and I did. I decided to reenact a red skeleton bit. I'm 35. I shouldn't even really know Red Skeleton, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. Yeah, like, all the all the other kids thought I was the weirdest friggin' person. So, so for me to like meet these other comedians that are like, no, nah, I never had any interest in comedy, and now they do it professionally. Yeah, yeah like, how did you get into it? Did Did you actually want to? Like, I had to overcome fears and everything just to start. Me, uh, me, I, I was always like a class clown when I was a kid. But me was like all you know, like a. Uh, you know, in Edmonton, yeah. I was like a trailer park kid, you know, like we were really, really poor when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, right. When we were kids, I was an only child. I like how I made myself a lot of friends in my, my, in my head. But uh, <laughs> but I me, what happened understand. was, it was when I remember when I was eight or nine, I'd watch the, the Grammy Awards, right? Yeah. So I'd be watching these award shows on TV and I saw the glamour and all that. When you're, when, when you're a poor kid and you see this, you know, this glamour, the suits and all that. There was something yeah. in my mind. I was like, God, I, I, I want to do that one day. I want to do that one day. And uh, same thing, you know, drama. That's what helped me a lot. A lot, you know. So I went to mm -hmm. Strathcona to High School in Edmonton, and that was they had this great arts program. But my first, uh, my first comedy show, I was 13 at a talent show. I went to Burn. Uh, what was it? It was near Burn Burn and Barford. Anyways, I went to junior high school there, and uh, I did my first my first comedy show where I took, uh, I did 10 minutes of uh, Robin Williams material. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so I was really inspired by Robin Williams. Start and what sweating. Really, I think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just drank Start a lot sweating. of fucking water. <laughs> and I said, look at me, I'm a hairy monster. Uh, you know, and, um, and I got booed. My first show, I got really? booed. I was in the gymnasium. 
and these fucking church kids started booing me. And my aunt was filming, you know, with this old camcorder, you know, the cassette that went in it. And oh, my boy. aunt wanted to die, you know, and I got booed, but I, I kept on going and I kept on going and I kept on telling the jokes and I stayed there. And uh, nice. And that's, I think uh-huh. I, I never got booed again, but I think that's what made me, you know, realize I'm like, I survived that. I can survive anything. I survived, yeah. my, you know, my mom fucking high or my dad in jail. I can survive a poop, <laughs> you know? And, uh, Whoa. And when I was watching, like I said, the Grammy Awards, everybody I, I, I liked as an actor when I was a kid was a goddamn comedian. So there was like this transition in my mind where I was like, yeah. well, I wanted to be an actor because, you know, when you act, you want to live somebody else's life, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty much, I think, my my creative side of my mind when I was a kid. But then when I realized, you know, like uh, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, you know, all these guys, you know, I was like, holy fuck. You know, I was like, God. It, it, all these guys are comics and they're actors. They're like, comics, Fuck yeah. Become a comic, you know. So I uh, I took drama, and uh, there and then that's when I, I had another buddy of mine. His name was Chris Mc, uh, Chris McMullen, and he was two years older than me. But he was he wanted to be a comic. Like this kid was a physical great actor. He was fucking hilarious. You know, he killed himself. You know, uh, rest in peace. Oops. But you know, he had so much goddamn talent. This kid, and I, I owe him everything. Like he's the one who got me into Yuck Yucks when I was sixteen. Oh, he was wow. the one. Who, he, he started my whole damn career. You know, he got, he gave me this thirst of the, the, the stage. You know. Yeah. And uh, no, I just fucking ever since then, the acting. You know, took the side of the comedy. That's where it took in. And you know, and I was fucking a teenager. I used to watch nothing but Def Comedy Jam. So a lot yeah. of my stand-up comedy, oh, fuck, yeah, you know, nice. was inspired, you know, by like Cat Williams, yeah. you know, all these oh, fucking raw fuck. comics, you know, I think black comedy is nice. the best fucking comedy. Oh, back I then. fucking love black comics. Back you know, then, that Bernie Mac, you don't understand. Yeah. yeah I ain't yeah. scared of you motherfuckers. You know, Janie Fox, you know, with the piano Jamie relationships. Fuck you. Fuck you. It also is like the whole performances you know of black comics and uh really athletic you know comedy and i just fucking that's 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 what i do so i really bring this 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 raw side of it you know where yeah. i got like this deaf deaf comedy jam of myself of my own life and i bring it on stage and it becomes totally different than these fucking uh, rich ass comics you know that they go to this uh, national school of comedy here in montreal they call that's not oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. they're like i'm gonna pay 15 grand to learn how to be funny you know, yeah. they get out of the school, they already got big contracts because, you know, they, the school has to associate, you know, with other production companies. Yeah. And I just fucking, I did everything on my own. I'm like, I ain't going to fucking school of comedy. <laughs> you got to pay to learn to be funny. I'm like, no, it. it's like you're funny or you're not funny. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah. Who the who is this dumb son of a bitch who's paying 50? Give me your 15 grand and I'll tell you right off the bat, you ain't funny. Well, go. Fuck, I love you, man. I, I, I don't want to do any name dropping. Anyway, it's going to be in English, so it's not going to be heard by <laughs> the French boy. Anyway, yeah, when you said all those rich kids, you know, they go to uh, Ecole Nationale de l'Humour. Tu sais. Le parents font du vin. Well, you know? they're not all rich, but, you know, it's just like these choices. No, it's true, you know? but... Like, yeah, I, I, prefer the, I prefer the long road than the, than the fast one, you know? So oh that's my- why I'm like, you know, now I'm 37, and now I, I know exactly what I want to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like now when I get on stage... I'm like, fuck, I got three one-man shows. This is my third one. And now, like, this one, I went, like, big, you know? Now we're in big theaters now. So I'm like, okay, let's fuck it. We're doing it big time, man. I'm going to show everybody in their goddamn face 
Yeah. I know you guys don't know what funny is. I'm gonna destroy every one of you motherfuckers. Is it is it again? Because uh, I remember in Montreal, if you didn't do the the institute over there, uh, you were getting snubbed yeah. by by a lot a lot of people. Is it still like that? Like if you didn't yeah. do the school, like you like you're oh, almost like groups. nobody. It's like clicks, you know, little clicks. clicks. Yeah, you yeah. know the the school. It's like a little click of comics. Yeah. Then you got like uh, these other clicks, you know, like real pl political comics, you know, like uh, you know yeah. the left side, the right side. So everybody's like, you know, the yeah. environment here, save the environment and all. Oh, there's fucking weird. You know, me, I'm just like. I got a lot of comic friends, you know, we're just like middle people. You know, we just don't give a fuck. You know, we, uh, we're, I'm not a click, but I just got a lot they're of They're the friends. funniest one. Most of the time, they're the funniest one. Yeah, because we just do our own goddamn thing. I don't yeah. care what the fuck he said or what the fuck she said or, hey, yeah. did you hear what he did after the show? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I got shit to do. <laughs> I, got shit, I got shit to do. I ain't here to fuck. It's like, it's like Derek Segay, for example. I mean, He didn't do yeah. school and all that, but fuck on the stage, Derek. You fucking killed it, man. Like he's he's fucking. Uh, he fucking right? kills it. That guy makes yeah. me laugh. I just love oh, how he has his yeah. accent when he's yeah. on stage. The second he gets off, he doesn't have anymore. You know the, the fucking ninja. You know the <laughs> ninja. And, uh, you know. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, my, my, my girlfriend. You know, I fucking. Oh, like, oh, I fucking know. He's fucking hilarious. Oh, buddy, he's hilarious. fucking hilarious. Yeah. There. So there's you a know? lot of comedian like like Bill Burr and these guys never went fucking school. But listen to these guys. They're no, you see, Bill Burr is one of my favorites. You know, you I fucking, fucking love how right he, he yeah. just says it like it is. You know, but <laughs> nobody can be a Bill Burr. You know, to be like that much on the edge about to piss people off, like that line. He is really good. Oh, at that line. He's on the line. You know, that's what makes him fucking the shit. He's on the line you know? exactly. I love it how when he creates a silence and he's like, <laughs> what? What? "Wait, what? That's it?" You know, and you're just like, "Oh my fucking god, Dave Chappelle." Dave Chappelle's last specials, you know, oh, you're buddy. just like, nah, he's giving it, he's giving it. You know, you're just like, you know, it becomes totally different, you know, than, uh, you know, like a Kevin Hart, you know, it's more like a, a family fun show, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh no, he wasn't ready. You know, he has a yeah. lot of good stuff, but you know, when it comes to raw comedy, like Dave Chappelle, Bill oh, Burr, yeah. I fuck, I like, I love the Funny. fuck out of those guys. They're they're killing it, absolutely. Who Who's your favorite mm -hmm. uh, comedian, uh, Heather? Tell me, the, 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 the most comedian that you would say like that's the guy that i liked in the style and all that like in the raw style kind of thing oh my uh, heather one. yeah come on say it girl yeah no who my favorite is it changes like day to day um like i know uh one actually i discovered recently online was uh shane smith i don't know if you guys have ever shane seen or heard of him mm. yeah he um i discovered him there's there's um like a, a Facebook web page and there's an app and whatever it's called Dry Bar Comedy. Oh, okay. He's from yeah. Calgary, right? Is that it? Oh, no, no, no. He's American. Yeah, um, you're, the only he's Shane Smith I got is the executive chairman of Vice Media. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Shane with a Y. <laughs> okay, uh, Shane with a Y. Oh, Shane with a Y. Why. I was like, no, and oh, I just comedian. randomly found him. You'll, you'll see, he's got face tattoos and everything. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's yeah. him. Pretty raw, pretty raw uh, comedian. Thing. Found him and uh, he's got a bunch of stuff on Dry Bar Comedy. And the whole thing with Dry Bar Comedy is that they're, um, well, it, it's basically, it's not a bar. It's really a studio. Like it, So the, the audience is sober. And then they actually like financially incentivize their um, their comedians to be clean. Because they want it to be yeah. like for work kind of kind of uh -huh. stuff. 
Yeah. And so, which I mean, it's beside the point. But but what I've been finding is like on this this app and 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 whatever. Like I've been whatever. I'll go on Facebook and just start watching these videos. Um, but I've found like the quality of the comedy has to be higher to be funny because I mean their their audience is sober. Yeah, I think so. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like this guy, I actually um, I, I showed. Uh, well, we talked to to Wade Wade Lever the other weekend there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl, yeah. and uh, he has this bit about his worst day at work. Shane Smith does, and because he used to work with uh, disabled children, right, with disabilities, and it was this whole bit that um, he had his worst day at work with a kid with cerebral palsy, and I mean. Wade laughed until he cried last night. It was so funny. It was so okay. I gotta watch that. I'm gonna watch that after after uh, oh. after we finish this OnlyFans uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Actually, but actually. no, but, but like I, right now in this moment is my favorite dude because I mean he's um like some of his stuff. One of one of my favorite jokes from him, like. He's like, my credit is so bad, even it has face tattoos. And, you know, like, this, this <laughs> like he just <laughs> comes up with the most random. <laughs> yeah, awesome. he comes up with the most random shit. And, I mean, he, he kills me. And it's entirely clean comedy, which is, no. I've got a pretty dirty sense of humor. So, for somebody who has clean comedy to have yeah. me just, I mean, I got an ab That's good, workout. though. That's good. Yeah, when you can do good, clean comedy, it's fucking Watch impressive. It. Like, you can, like, makes me think of a uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, yeah. Oh, you know, he has that alcohol oh, yeah. for the party in your stomach. Right. But yeah. in one man show, he yeah. just talks about, you know, his kids, his wife, you know, uh, his Christian side. You yeah. know, I forget. Let's clear the air. I think that was it. Hey, yeah. man, I laughed so hard with the shit with his kids and how his wife needs to sleep. And it, you know, just this. But yeah, I'm going to watch Shane Smith. But if it's the exact same yeah, style, yeah. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. That's for sure. Um, I don't know if you know Ryan Short at all. Uh, and does he owe me money? If he doesn't owe me money, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. He doesn't know that. <laughs> I'm a good storyteller too. And I'm going to tell you a story right now. Dave has been busy during the pandemic. And I would like to promote because I think you got a show coming, Dave. Uh, online show, isn't it? Yeah, it's my, my third one man show this month. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, yeah. but you got no, you got your curfew yes. show. You got your uh, your uh, yeah, yeah. Couvre yeah, so yeah, the number three, yeah, number three. Yeah, yeah, so when is so that? I'm using it. It's a uh, well, since the government shut down everything at eight o'clock, right? There's nothing we can do. Yeah. I, don't, I just thought, you know, I think it'd be cool, you know, to do a show absolutely uh, on Zoom, you know. And my buddy has a studio, so uh, I was like, hey man, because uh, I did a couple of corporate shows, you know, during uh, the yep. Christmas time, and I was like, hey man, uh, what, do you, what do you think if I did my one man show? He was like, man, it'd be awesome because you know, he has this whole setup, you know, with like three cameras you know stages you know it, it is an awesome like setup like we i, I saw we did that, that so i started off with yeah on instagram i think you're like i think i got a pic here yeah i don't know if you can see it heather here just to give you an idea you know it's like this whole setup you know it's this. like a real professional oh, setup yeah. it's insane yeah. you know insane so yeah, i got it's that you know and on stage it looks like that i don't oh. know if you see it because of the lighting but yeah. okay but where's the pole <laughs> <laughs> it's up my ass, Heather. <laughs> no. no, so I, you know, so I, I, I offer a professional show because a lot of comics, you know, they do Zoom in their offices, right? You know, with their laptop. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, give a real show since I'm a showman, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I went all in with this uh, Kuvra for R. So I, yeah. I, 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 in nine days, 
I sold 412 tickets Ooh. in nine days. Wow. So I was like, I was like, holy shit. Okay, this is fucking. And wow. I saw there was a buzz and people, they loved it. You know, the crowd loved it. So I did uh, yeah. 50 minutes of new material. I did an hour and a half show, nice. you know, and uh, I tried a whole bunch of new stuff. And I had a blast, you know, but it's weird because, you know, the microphones are muted, but I, I, we have this big program. I have like two tech guys, you know, one for the cameras, one for like, you know, the laughs, you know, like as if, you yeah. know, you're watching like a TV gala. Yeah. And uh, so I did the show and afterwards people were like, hey, man, you got to do another one. So two days later, I was like, I thought about it. I spoke with a couple of friends. I'm like, I think I'm going to do a couvre for deux. They're like, yeah. So this time I like I made money with the first one. So I was like. Fuck, okay, how about I give some money back to the people? Because I only charge 10 bucks, right, oh, for the nice. show. Oh, that's So good. I bought a Nintendo Switch. I bought a Nintendo Switch, you know, with fucking Mario Kart. Yeah, you know, it's fucking yeah. 700 bucks. <laughs> so I bought that, and I said, hey, this is what we're going to do. Everybody buys a ticket. We're going to we're gonna have, like, a lottery at the end of the show. I'm going to yeah. pick your name, and you get a Nintendo Switch. So I do the second show. Now I sold even more tickets. I sold 470. Nice. And now I was like, oh, holy fucking shit. Uh, all right, so then I, I announced it. Then I had two comics that did my opening act, you know, just to fucking make it a little bit more diverse. Awesome. And, you awesome. know, people loved it, you know, that there was more comics, a little bit more yeah. different. You know, just nothing but surprises. I gave 500000 uh, no, not $500, $500 <laughs> of a clothes called Sarman Fashion. Sarman Fashion, you know, they're one of my sponsors. Oh, I saw that. Nice saw fucking that. clothes. Yeah. Nice clothes. I like how I plug Nice it. and tight, that? eh? So nice I and tight. Sponsor. Yeah, nice and tight. That's oh, buddy. That's what I do, baby. Oh yeah, I I, I think here. I think you had like a, a quarter in your pocket. I can see the the moose head through the pants, so they're so tight. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so the third show, then I went all in. You know, uh, I got another Nintendo Switch with two yeah. games. I got an electric Segway. Segway, I, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was. Hell, like, uh, it looks like IGA, a mall cup on it. Like, <laughs> uh, IG gift cards. IG yeah. gift cards of hundred the hundred dollars. You know, for groceries. That's so, crazy. Uh, man. Yeah, so uh, so that's it. So now it's the last show. It's going to be this Friday at eight o'clock. So I got a live DJ he comes and warms up the whole room, you know, for half an hour. Yeah. Then he goes on Twitch. Uh, the after party's on Twitch. It's fucking like so we're doing all like this internet shit. No, so it's fucking it's cool. You know, some people they they go on, on the after hour. I got three uh, comics to an opening act. So Kubra Ferdur was two times better. Two comics, three three comics. Wow, and, uh, perfect. How, how can we get the tickets? If I want to buy tickets right now, because I will, I will. So uh, it's on uh, the Patria, the Patriot Comedy Club. So it's on uh, my uh, comedy club. Yeah, Patriot Comedy Club. My comedy, it's in French, so it's I E, not a not a Y. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, okay I will. Comedyclub.ca. Yeah, so I'll write it to you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now on we're gonna chat on Instagram. No, no, I'll put yeah. I'll put all the link. Uh, actually, it's important because I actually I really want to see that show and uh, I. Man, that's successful. That's great. Hopefully, and I'm not saying that in the negative way, but hopefully you're not going to have to do any more of those shows. Hopefully that's going to be live. No, no, it's the last one. That's it's the last, the last one. one. That's it? So it's like, you know, it's it's a three and a, a, three and a half mm. hours of material oh, I did in God. one month, you know. With the marketing of it, you know, the, the publicities, mm. you know, I'm a, um, a, I'm really active on TikTok, you know, you are, TikTok you are. videos, yep. yeah, you know, and... Uh, Now I just, I, you know, I think I did what I had to do, you know, and uh, it was, it was a success. So, you know, I, and it, sometimes you don't want to pull the elastic too far because it's just going to snap, you know, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's how, that's how, that's how I end it with a little advice. You know, when you're, when you're on a good stretch, stretch the elastic, but then quit, you know, it's better to quit, to quit when you're, when you're up there. So do you, uh, 
is it? A, do, do you still? Just a question, Dave. Do you still have a beer sometime after a, a performance, or it's something? No, I quit. Uh, I quit drinking. You quit, no, drinking. I quit drinking. Okay, okay. I, I, yeah, I quit just... drinking. Quit the drugs. I've been sober yeah. uh, for three months. Yeah, no, that's um, good. Good for you, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. So I made a lifestyle, and uh, on top of it, uh, like the last Friday, I'm gonna be a dad. So oh, I meet my fiance for having a kid. Wow, so. nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. For having that's, that's, little baby. That's, that's the last time we can have him on the podcast because he'll be busy. That's it. He's going to have yeah, a kid. No, now. I'm just never sure whether I say congratulations or I'm sorry. I don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then uh, it's wanted. It's wanted. You know, we want the kids. So, you know, so I, got, I got my life uh, really, uh, really on track. You know, I got a stable job. Yeah. You know, the shows, like I said, it's going to be on the side with the kids. So, Now I'm just gonna renovate, you know, our duplex, and you know, get the baby room ready. Awesome. Also, just, just, you know, like in 20 years of showbiz, you know, I, yeah, I had fun. You know, I'm still gonna do it, but you know, I'm not gonna invest everything like back in the days. Now I got yeah, a kid, yeah. you know, so. You get it, but, so but it's gonna good. be a little. I'm gonna have my. I'm gonna have new material, so that's Ready? why I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have oh, new 100%. material because fuck. You're gonna have. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have a lot of new material. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was entertaining Wade last night with a whole lot of anecdotes about my daughter because he's he's met her. Okay. He knows her. And, and my kid is a little spitfire. She's 11 now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure uh, I'm sure uh, Dave's gonna is gonna do something about that. And wait, wait at five years from here, he'll have a whole two hour show for sure. I'm pretty yeah, it's gonna be different than you know my stories. You know where a chick did cocaine on my dick. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> Oh, buddy! You know, I, 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 I a little bit more. I heard all PG your 13. stories, buddy. I, I, I've seen you the first time I saw you. Uh, that was many years ago, and you're a total different person than the Dave that I that I saw the first time. And it's uh, it's good for you, man. It's it, you look pretty happy, man. And I'm I'm really happy with that. That's that's really awesome. And uh, another, thanks, man. Thanks. An, an, another question, Dave. And I know I saw you. I sent you that message, and I saw you on TV the other day. Uh, Heather, I'll explain to you. So Mike Ward did a did a joke many years ago about a disabled kid and all that. And that was not like a bad yeah. intention behind it. That was more about the situation and the story behind that person yeah uh, anyway so he he, he got uh, sued by the government and anyway he had to pay like an amount of money to uh, jeremy gabriel the kid and all that so anyway so mike he appealed this again right in court and uh, i saw uh, <laughs> i saw uh, dave there he was at the courthouse in the news and you see a glinch of dave is like smoking a big cigarette outside the courthouse That was, that was yeah. you, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I said, and that's funny because I told I told the, I told my girlfriend I said, well, that's the guy I'm gonna have on the podcast next week. She's like, oh, okay, you're gonna have some convicts now on your podcast. I said, no, that's not him. I said, that's not that that's not him. But my real question. Well, Heather says that is just because you know she seems like the kind of girl that falls in love with a bad boy. That's like, oh, gonna have a convict oh, on. God Buddy. damn it! I think I'm gonna have another kid. I need I <laughs> I was laughing. I said, "Oh man, is that Dave there?" So I pause, back up. Oh yeah, that's him. Oh yeah, like I keep listening to it. That's why she asked me, yeah. "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, that's the guy I'm gonna have on my podcast next week." So anyway, so that's like, a great introduction. I like that. Yeah, see the guy that, smoking outside the courthouse. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's the dude. So, however, my last question, Dave, and it's a, I think it's an important question and an important uh, subject is uh, how important, Dave, it is. Thing for the comedian community that Mike Ward win this case. Do you think it's something necessary? Uh, I think Ward? it's uh, not just for uh, the comedian uh, community. I think it's 
just for the liberty of speech of saying a joke. I think, you know, like here we got this TV show called The Bye Bye. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that, The Bye Bye. Yep. Yep. Every yep. year, you know, we make jokes about everything that happens throughout the year. But if we can't make a joke mm -hmm. on famous people, but they're trying to argue the point of saying, oh, it's because, you know, he's laughing about a, dis the, um, a disability you know, mm -hmm. of the kid. You know, but that wasn't the angle, the joke, the joke, that the, was the routine was called The Untouchables. You're talking about René Angelil, Celine Dion, and all these famous people. Uh, and he fucking made a killer number, but they just took yeah. the joke out of context. Mm -hmm. And now the, um, les droits de la personne, the, yeah, the people's Human rights, rights. Yeah. that's them that are bringing Mike into court. Yeah. And now the Supreme Court, I watched it on uh, last week, I think it was on Thursday, looking mm -hmm. at them argue. And even the courts are like, okay, yeah, but this is, this is, It's such a touchy goddamn uh, line, you know, because if we, if we can't make a goddamn joke about, like, let's say, uh, yeah, I see an old person, you know, I'll be like, oh, mm. look at the way they walk. Be like, yeah, well, he hurt my feelings, you know, like mm. even uh, <laughs> saying the joke, like you know, some people you see that they're missing body parts, you know, like a guy's, you know, he's missing a part of a finger. Yeah. Be like, you know, even I have a joke on I'm like, you know, a guy's missing a finger, like, goddamn, am I the only one, you know, who's asked himself, you know, like, Honey, yeah. How did he lose his finger? Like, was it in a door? Was it in a door? Like, was it like a saw? <laughs> was it like, like, what the fuck did he do? Like, you know, how did he lose his finger? And then yeah. Yeah, they, some people, you know, they they go to shake your hand, but they don't warn you that they're missing, like, you know, fingers or some shit. And they yeah. go give you a, a handshake. You're like, oh my god! Like, how do you give him a handshake? Like a little, little, little soft handshake. Like you don't want to break yeah. him. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, or tough handshake. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And yeah, also, yeah. if I did a joke like that, so that means what? Anybody you know who's losing a finger or an arm or anything, what they can bring me into court. You know, yeah, so yeah, it becomes crazy, man. Such a touchy goddamn thing, and people so today hard. they are so they have nothing to do except try to complain. They just, we just complain about everything. Exactly. This goddamn problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're you know? just something to be offended by. Oh yeah, but people are offended they by anything. Cause. You know, you That's know, ridiculous. like a, like a great example is you know Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. You know, this movement is fucking amazing. You know, but it's for police brutality. But now mm -hmm. it's just Saint Trudeau. You know, he had a black face like 20 years ago for like a yeah. Halloween costume, and we're fucking pissing on him still. You know, yeah, for like yeah, something yeah. he did 20 years ago. It was yeah, just, it yeah, was just a costume. Crazy, People, oh no, fucking ridiculous, blah, 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 racist. Like, mm. holy shit, like, fuck. That was 20 Funny. years ago. I'm like, sorry. You know, but it, wait, we're gonna pay for a joke for 10 years ago? You yeah, know, so a lot yeah. of people, you know, it's like, it just becomes goddamn ridiculous. You know, it's not even the point, you know? So, no, I know. No, I, know. I think I mean, Mike is gonna win. Yeah, he uh, he so. knows what he's talking about I in court. So. You know, he knows how to express himself. Mm -hmm. And since then, you know, he's won you know every podcast award, everything. Mike is a great inspiration for a lot of comics oh, in this absolutely. goddamn business. Absolutely. You know, he's so generous. He gives a lot of money back. You know, he does so much stuff for people. Yeah. You know that the news media and things like that they don't really talk about. Mm -hmm. But you know, but the public knows. You know, that's why mm -hmm. we love him so much. It's because he's great. He's helping, you know, handicapped people like this Alain Gadet guy every yeah, year. Yeah, he like sponsor Alain for a year. You know, he paid for his house, you know, yeah. ramps for his electric wheelchair. Mm -hmm. You know, he uh, he bought wells for, I think it was in Africa, he bought water wells, you know, for uh, little towns that don't have yeah. access, you know, to water, you yeah. know, but he built wells for them. You know, he does all this kind of shit, you know, oh, for uh, all to help over, man. All over. You know, we're just shitting on him for a joke and now he's got to pay 200 grand, you know, because yeah. the lawyer fee really and all that. And like you said, He's like, man, if I lose, I'm going to fucking jail. I ain't paying 35 grand, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, hey, guess we go to jail. Uh, say hi to my dad. And oh, uh, we, <laughs> around, we, we laugh a bit. We'll bring you know, him some but, uh, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
No, I hope he's gonna win. I think it's important for everyone for the freedom of speech. And yeah, freedom of speech because they're comedy, you know. Because you know, like, yeah, then they're important. You know, it's like what is it? even uh, myself as a uh, future father was. I can't make a joke on my kid because later on he could sue my ass. Yeah. And I'll be like, you made fun of me because I, I shit myself. And be like, what? Yeah, you used to shit yourself. Like fuck. Yeah. You owe me fifty thousand dollars. It hurt my feelings. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I paid for your school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like the point you made, like where people just take things out of context, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what makes it so damn ridiculous. But I think in the Supreme Court, you know, to make it to that goddamn level mm. becomes like fucking ridiculous. You know, like his mom, when I saw her in the courthouse, she's like, you know, because uh, I don't know if you know this kid, Jeremy, you know, yeah, he's like yeah. this young kid with a handicap. You know, he's deaf and yeah. he sang for the uh, for the Pope, he sang for oh. Celine Dion, you know, at the Bell Center in front of a uh, sang at the O Canada, you know, uh, for a hockey game. And, you know, and uh, everybody thought it was a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid, you know, but finally, no, he wasn't dying. He just fucking, he's just a handicap, you know? So <laughs> now he became famous, you know, and he was uh, singing everywhere. But then Mike, you know, he made the, the way he made his joke was like, you know, he's singing for everybody. But, you know, he just fucking just, he could have seen shot Yeah. The kid's not dead. He's like, I was defending him all these years. I thought he was a Make-A-Wish kid and he's not dead. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was defending that kid. It's been 10 years, this kid. Nobody can kill this kid. I tried to drown him. You, you, you can't. You know, that was the joke, you know? And then I see his mom in the courtroom crying. And she's oh, all like, God. nobody wants to hire my son. Even at church, you know, priests, they don't want to hire my son. And I'm like, oh, what kind of fucking... I'm, 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 I was in the courtroom, you know, with other comics. I'm like, what do you want to do? What the fuck is a priest doing listening to Mike Ward doing dark comedy? Am I the only one that doesn't believe this bullshit? Can it just be the priest and the higher kid because he just sucks? And you're yeah. fucking a real, like, you know, like a Karen mother? You know, like a real Karen. Yeah. He's a fucking yeah. Karen. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, she's there, you know, the priest don't want to hire my son anymore because of Mike Ward. I'm like, fuck, woman, you are crazier than I thought. Holy <laughs> shit. Jump off a bridge. Yeah, no, no, that was crazy. Well, the, the kid, you know, to be honest, He's saying, uh, to be honest, uh, Michael owes her money and they owe yeah. him money, you know, because for the contracts they lost because of Mike. And I'm oh, like, please. what the fuck are you guys talking about? And that's that's where it becomes like just everything's just ridiculous. That's why he's like, no, I, we're not paying. Well, everything's for someone else's fault. And yeah. Well, yeah, especially is the kind of kid, to be honest, my, my my vision on that, like, I would be more mad at his parents to put this kid in that situation because they pushed Yeah, him. and now, now he came out they, with an album. I think he's 23 now, 22 or something like that. Uh, came out like with this rap album, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> and he's still singing and it sucks ass, it's, you know, but it's, it's like hard. we it's can't hard sing anything anymore because we're going to hurt the poor kid's feelings, yeah. you know, but nobody's buying his goddamn album. No. You know, he started this GoFundMe thing, you know, for the studio time. Nobody, just Catholic Karens, you know, gave money. Oh, you sing so well, Jeremy. The kid sucks ass. I uh, God, I can sing better smoking a goddamn cigar with my goddamn ruined voice. You know? This part will be... Uh, <laughs> there's some censorship we need to put on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, oh, no, you don't have to censor me. I no, no, no. I will. I will not. I will absolutely oh, no. not. Uh, but, no, but, you don't sense it. No, no, because no, 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 no. to sue me if he listens to this. He knows I ain't got a goddamn dime. I'm working a Canadian fucking tire. Yeah, come get your <laughs> money, kid. Come get your money. Yeah, come. I'm the kind of guy. I think really it's uh, it's his parents' fault, man. You don't put your kids in a situation like that. 
like they're not stupid they know the kid they, they try to to make a dime maybe with with the situation i don't know but he's not a great singer right like somebody have to tell hey, you the kids sang for the pope uh sang I would... for the pope it's like holy, you're trying to make a start out of your kid celine dion it opened up for celine dion Just... the pope you know it's like that's a pretty big start you know for a dying kid you know, then all of a sudden he, he's coming out with a rap album and you still owe him money. Yeah, like, fuck. get the fuck out of here. Go, go get to, the uh, fuck out of here, man. Send them, send them to uh, American, uh, how do they call that? American Idol with uh, put him in front of Simon Cowell. We'll see what he said about that. <laughs> he's pretty raw, that guy. So. Oh, that's a good one, <laughs> Simon Cowell. Just the big X right about that. Hi, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to say his name. Yeah, that just would be, a fucking <laughs> that would be that. Yeah, even, <laughs> oh fuck! Even the sad story would not go that far. <laughs> so they got they, they cut his story. You know, it's like a Cotton Nelga commercial. You know, uh, be like, yeah. So when I was a kid, poof, is does your ass burn when you wipe? You know, something like that. Yeah. Well, I just know I never buy his album because he said he's deaf and I don't like mumble rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? But anyway, yeah. So, so that was, that, that, that was, that's fucking hilarious, Heather. That's fucking you just made a joke you didn't even know. Jesus, guy, that's the mumble rap. Hey, how about deaf people? They they, they, they should do like rap albums. But like And kids would listen to that shit and be like, Daddy, feel the beat? This is a good shit right here. Oh, buddy. Woo! Deaf Records. Yeah. <laughs> would call that Deaf Records. Fucking. Oh, boy. We just started a Remix new Remix with James Brown. Hey! We just, we, 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 won't touch him. We just, yeah. <laughs> we just uh, created a monster here. That's awesome. So, anyway... <laughs> That was uh fuck I can't believe he's got a rap album. I can't I can't process that. But anyway, I think uh well, I don't know what it is. Like a little dance album. His his song he has this one song is called I Don't Care. I don't it's care like, and oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard that it's a dance album. Yeah, I can uh well you remember that was a rock fest, I think he got invited to. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. He got you got yeah, invited. He was with a porn star and he smoked weed. Yeah, yeah got so busted. So, uh, so obviously, if you get invited in, in places like that, we know it's not, you know, for yeah, but incredible you got invited performance, to sing but... his song, mm. I Don't Care at the Rock Fest, yeah. And he thought you, you I don't know, it was just a fucking laugh at him, but you know, people I, I were just so. there, they cheered him on anyway, like, but well, we're not gonna laugh at him. Fuck, uh, it's like oh, yeah. an expensive kit to laugh at. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. 35, yeah. So it's pretty expensive. But anyway, so that, that was my question. We uh, really <laughs> we really opened the subject. But uh yeah, no, I think I think it's important that Mike Ward <laughs> will win this just for, for the heck of you know giving a little break to all comedians and all that because now everybody's walk, walking on eggshell and Yeah, because otherwise not Heather can't laugh at her kid. <laughs> right? I know. I'm hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, Dave, thank you very much, buddy, for being with us today. Seriously, that was a pleasure. You're really, really generous. Uh, and everyone, keep updates on uh, DaveGuttet.com. Uh, if anything, when the show comes yeah, out, you guys can get it.com. Yeah, you guys gonna be able to have tickets or whatever for his next show for his tour. And check him out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Really, really active on the social media. If you want to send him a text or whatever, he's responsive really on Instagram. And Heather, thank you very much for being with me again. You're <laughs> awesome. He's a great singer. Actually, uh, 
it, you got some fucking crazy move going on, Dave. You're really good. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in the groove, baby. Yeah, I'm fucking dancing I, and eating a croissant. You can't get more than that. Exactly. I, I think uh, I, I've been, uh, I kept you longer than I told you. I'm sorry for that, but that was worth it. You're fucking awesome, buddy. So have a good time, guys. See you next time.